Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Munkinass St. Louis Honda Sports on a Sunday morning. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball. This could be trouble. It's at the wall. And it's a gunner! He scores! Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Well, I've seen a lot of baseball in my career here at KMOX, 22 years here at the radio station, and in my 44 years on this planet, I've seen a lot of baseball at Wrigley Field. I've gone up there since I was a little kid to go see the Cardinals play. I've never seen a game like that. It's the best game I've ever seen at Wrigley. It's one of the best Cardinals games I've ever seen. And when I think of the old ballpark at Addison and Clark, I will think of that game on September 21st, the game that ended on the 21st night of September. 2019. Wow, what a game. What an unbelievable game. Just got back from Chicago. Welcome, everybody. Tom Ackerman with you, and we'll be with you until noon. Cardinals manager Mike Schilt has let me know he'll be just a few minutes late. They are in a staff meeting right now, and why wouldn't they be? They're thinking about the next move. What are they going to do today? The Cardinals taking on the Cubs, and as Brian mentioned, Brian Thompson and Brian Kelly, there is rain in the Chicago area. Now, we are expecting it to be pretty heavy later. So we'll see how much of baseball they can get in today. It sprinkled a little bit yesterday, but it was raining home runs. It was also windy. The wind was blowing out. And from the beginning, you knew this was going to be a strange roller coaster of a game. What it turned out to be was the longest nine-inning game in Wrigley Field history. Think about that. Of all the games ever played at that ballpark, right there, Waveland and Sheffield Avenues and Addison and Clark, On the north side of Chicago, they've never had a nine-inning game longer than that one. And we all witnessed it on KMOX. And the Cardinals took a 1-0 lead early on an RBI ground up by Paul Goldschmidt. But in the bottom of the first, Dakota Hudson was having some problems finding the strike zone. And here we go on 3-1. and The runners lead at first and second. Hudson with the pitch. Schwarber takes. Ball four. And the bases are loaded for Zobris. And here is Ben Zobrist facing Hudson. Here's another 3-2 pitch. Dakota Hudson for Ben Zobrist with one out. Ball four and we're tied at one. Consecutive walks to Brian Schwarber and Zobrist. And we're tied 1-1. And the Cubs are set up for a big inning. There was more. With the bases loaded, one out and a run in. The pitch. Inside, 2-1 Cubs. Four consecutive walks for Hudson. Dakota Hudson having some trouble. He talked about it. Just got out there, and I was really trying to stay within myself in the bull in the bullpen. And I came into the game, and I was just trying to make sure I was kind of down and staying on top of my stuff and not pulling off because that's usually what I do. And you know, got got a little bit more arm side run than I, than the depth that I usually have. So I was having a few like small misses, and I had some a little bit more misses than I wanted. So I uh, had to iron that out. Tried to get back a little bit. Victor Caratini with that walk, it made it. T- 2-1 Cubs, and here's Jason Hayward, the call by John Rooney. I think this is a very big play. Underrated how big of a play this is. Take a listen. 2-1 to one Cubs. Here's Hayward. One out, bases full, two runs in. The pitch. 
Hayward swings, lifting a fly ball, left field. Ozuna on the run, makes the catch, tagging at third. Schwarber scores, and it's 3-1 Cubs. Two outs. That's a big run and catch by Marcelo Zuna because I'm telling you, that building was going to fall down. Had that ball dropped, that probably clears the bases, and the Cubs have a huge number on the board. Instead, they get the sack fly, and it's 3-1, and it's manageable, and the Cardinals get out of the inning having given up three. They get one back on a sack fly RBI by Paul Goldschmidt in the third inning. It's a 3-2 game, and then Mike Schilt puts in a pinch hitter in the fourth in a big moment. So let me set it up for you. Top of the fourth, Yachty singles, DeYoung strikes out, but Matt Carpenter's hit by a pitch, and then Harrison Bader walks. Dakota Hudson is done for the day. His replacement for the moment is pinch hitter Ron Hell Ravello. And the pitch from Quintana is hit hard into center field. It's a base hit in front of Jason Hayward. Matt Carpenter had to hold up. He thought Hayward might be able to come in and make that play. A single and an RBI for Ravello. And we're tied at three in Chicago. Huge hit there by Ravello. It knocks Quintana out of the game. Joe Madden goes to his bullpen. He brings in Danny Hultson to face Dexter Fowler. 1-2 pitch is hit into center field. Base hit for Fowler. Carpenter's going to score, and here comes Bader right behind him. Two-run single for Fowler, and the Cardinals take the lead in the fourth inning. Dexter with his second hit of the afternoon, and we are going to have one of those games. It's 5-3 St. Louis. Rick Horton's absolutely right because in the bottom of the fourth after a Hayward walk, and he goes to, uh, he is out at second base on a fielder's choice. The pinch hitter is Ian Happ, and here's what happened. Ian Happ, the switch hitter, batting left, and the first pitch is hit into center field. That's deep, backing up his Bader to the track, to the wall, and it's gone. A big fly to center field. Ian Happ has tied the game. Two-run shot, straightaway center field. And we've got a new ball game. That was off Dominic Leone, and in the bottom of the sixth, the Cardinals had Ryan Helsley on the mound, and he gave up a home run to Nico Horner. And it's now 6-5 Cubs, but the Cardinals in the top of the seventh are facing Kyle Ryan. Paul Goldschmidt walks the big bear. He's been very quiet. He comes to the play. Two-strike pitch to the Cardinal left fielder, Marcel Ozuna. Here it comes, and that ball's hit in the air to center field. And backing up is Hayward, and it's gone! Marcel Ozuna, a big fly to left center, and he does indeed break out, and he gives the Cardinals the lead in the seventh. Home run number 29 for Ozuna. What a hit by Marcelo Ozuna to give the Cardinals a 7-6 lead. But then the Cardinals run out on, they run out of runs really in that inning as Yachty grounds out. And then DeYoung singles, but Matt Carpenter on a double gets tagged out on the throw. The ball was misplayed by Jason Hayward, but then he throws one in and after DeYoung stopped at third, was held at third, Carpenter overran second and ended up being tagged out. And the Cardinals watch as Bader flies out to center and the threat is over. And then here's the, the very strange situation. After Schwarber strikes out to, against Giovanni Gallegos in the bottom of the seventh, Ben Zobris doubles. That's on a line drive to right. And so the situation is this. You have Tony Kemp at the plate. And Giovanni Gallegos is trying to take care of business here. Listen to this. The 0-2 pitch is swung on and missed. He got him. He strikes out Kemp, and 
What is Zobrist doing? Zobrist is going to third. What's happening here? Are they calling a balk? They called a balk. No wonder he's going to third. Gallegos doesn't know what he did. He's asking the umpire at second base, Bill Welke, and Yachty's out to talk to Gallegos. So not only do the Cardinals not get the strikeout, but the runner advances. It's unbelievable. And Kemp stays at the plate, and then this happens. And so he's got another opportunity at another 0-2 pitch. Gallegos delivers home, and that ball's hit into center field. That's deep. Backing up is Bader to the track, to the wall, and it's a home run. Kemp has homered to center. And the Cubs retake the lead in the bottom of the seventh inning. A pinch hit home run. They've had two of them here this afternoon. This time, it's Tony Kemp. I, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say there. The second base umpire calls the balk, which is a bad call. So what, what it is, is Gallegos has to pause, and they're saying that he didn't. If you watch the replay, I mean, that is just, that's not a balk. But they call the balk, and Kemp gets an extra chance, and he hits the home run, and Cardinals fans understandably are frustrated. And you have to think, are the, how are the Cubs getting an extra chance here? But it's an 8-7 game. The Cardinals in the eighth inning are trying to threaten here. Munoz leads off with a walk. That's good. Fowler grounds into a force out, and then Edmonds hit by a pitch. First and second for Paul Goldschmidt. He flies out to left, hits a pretty deep ball, but flies out, and it's up to Ozuna. Still on the bag, now he takes his lead off of first. Ozuna, the 2-2 pitch to the Cardinal left fielder, is swung on and missed. He struck him out. The Cardinals strand two runners in the eighth. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning at Wrigley Field in Chicago. That's a tough one. So it's still 8-7 Cubs, and we move to the top of the ninth now, and the pitcher is Craig Kimbrell, the man that the Cubs brought in in the middle of the summer to try to fortify their bullpen, the man the Cardinals fans wanted, that a lot of teams wanted, to be their closer. He's there. He throws a first-pitch fastball to Yachty. Pitches. Molina hits it high and deep. Left center field. Back to the track. The wall. Goner. Tie game in the ninth. One pitch from Kimbrell, and Molina ties the game. Unbelievable. 8-8 at Wrigley Field. Next batter, Paul DeYoung. A swing and a long one. Home run, Paul DeYoung. Left center field. Back-to-back Jack. The Cardinals have taken the lead in the ninth. Craig Kimbrell is serving up batting practice. (laughs) John Rooney with the call at KMOX, and the Cardinals have the lead, 9-8. to But there are three outs to get. The birthday boy, Carlos Martinez, comes to the mound, and Chris Bryant walks. Uh-oh, here we go. They go out to visit Martinez, and back, he strikes out Rebel Garcia. He gets Ben Zobras to line out to right, and Joe Madden goes to his bench and brings up Javi Baez, with a chance to tie it or win it. From the belt, a look to first. Martinez kicks and fires. Swing and a miss! A Redbird winner! As the Cardinals have outlasted the Cubs, 9-8 on this Saturday, September 21st, 2019. Three wins in a row, all by one run in this series for the Cardinals. And the Cardinals get to shake hands out on the field and celebrate a slugfest that... Saw the Cardinals 
go one better than the Cubs for the third straight day. Unbelievable baseball game. The Cardinals were shouting as they went into their clubhouse. You could hear them running up the hallway to the clubhouse, and you could hear them behind the closed doors. And when we went in, I visited with a number of players. Here's Paul DeYoung. I'm win these three games all by one run. I mean, it's pretty incredible the way we fight back and pick each other up. So I lost my voice from screaming so much, but... It was worth it, and uh, just true testament to our team right now, how well we're playing as a group, and just uh, the way we pick each other up. Here's Yadier Molina. Yeah, we don't we don't give up. That was uh, to, today was a perfect sample that we never gonna give up. Um, we battle back. Obviously, we're facing a good team. Chicago's always playing good against us, but uh, we believe in ourselves. Um, we we showed that today. Yes, they did. And on the other side, a very dejected Cubs clubhouse, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just we just lost. You know, it's it's tough. Uh, played a good game, back and forth. It's a it's a great Cubs Cardinals game this late in the year, but it's just it's really unfortunate we lost. A tough one for the Cubs, and very much so for Craig Kimbrell. No, today is not an easy day. I mean, we were there again, and uh, you know, first and second pitch of inning, felt like I made two competitive pitches that I wanted to, and they went out. I mean, it's just frustrating. That's all. I, I mean, that's the only thing I can say. Especially that maybe that first one that it was high outside fastball that he, he pulled. Yeah, I mean, first one was out of the zone. Second one was up. Um, thought it was a good pitch to, to the hitter um, based off on what, what I saw. Um, they just put the barrel on it and they went out. They did indeed. Yadier Molina got it going with another big hit. He hits a home run off Kimbrel and visiting with the media, talking more about it. Uh, today was one of those days that the soon you put the ball in the air, something's going to happen. And one of those days, I told the guys, you know, today that, hey, just keep fighting, you know, um, anything can happen. Um, we got, they got some power here, and we also got some power here too, so uh, it was fun. Paul DeYoung mentioned that during a mound visit, you said that the infield visit, you get a ball in the air, it could go out to the Do you remember which mound visit that was? And what uh, I think it was after Gio gave up the home run against Kemp. I think, I, yeah, I think so. Not sure. I don't remember. But. He was asked about the wind blowing out, and he went to the mound to talk to the pitchers about it, and there was a, a mound visit about it. The wind did definitely aid Kemp's home run for sure. I mean, it was a pop-up that went over the basket. It also was helped by a balk. Here's more from Yachty. Uh, Polly, Polly said good hitter, uh, a power hitter, so I was happy for him. I mean, I was, everybody's happy for everybody here. I mean, we, we battle. We, it was a team off or team, I mean, team win. It was a team win indeed, and the Cardinals now have a magic number of five to clinch the division. That's the combination of wins and Brewers' losses that it must take for the Cardinals to clinch the National League Central for the first time since 2015. The Brewers did win yesterday. They beat the Pirates 10 to 1. So they'll play today. We'll keep an eye on them. The Cardinals will play the Cubs. The Cubs have fallen way back. They're in jeopardy of their season coming to an end. They are six games out in the division. That is not going to be attainable for them. They're looking for the wild card at this point, three games behind the Brewers 
in that National League wildcard race. The Brewers and the Nationals are the two wildcard teams right now with the Nats leading the Brewers by one game for home field advantage. So that's the situation. The Cardinals with a monster win, three monster wins at Wrigley Field all by one run. And Mike Schilt, who is just finishing up a staff meeting at Wrigley Field, is going to join us momentarily. We're going to talk about the effort, what's to come today, and some individual efforts. There are many to discuss with the Cardinals manager. We also have on the show Travis Ford at 10.50. The head coach of the St. Louis Billikens will be with us to talk about his team, which is just getting ready to start its basketball season. Then we'll have Kyle McClellan at 11.05 to talk more about the Cardinals. We'll shift over to to Barry Odom and the Missouri Tigers, who picked up a big win yesterday over South Carolina. And in doing so, 34-14, they got off to a great start in the SEC. That's a good win. South Carolina put up some yards against Alabama last week. And Missouri just flattened them 34-14 at Faroe Field. Barry Odom will be with us to talk about that at 11 15. And then at 11.30, John Mosellock, the Cardinals president of baseball operations, as we go back for a little more baseball. At 11.45, Chris Blair, the general manager of Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway on the upcoming NHRA event there. That's going to be next weekend. I'm Tom Ackerman. This is Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. What a day. What a day it was at Wrigley Field. Another game coming up today. We'll be back in a moment on The Voice of the Cardinals, KMOX. Welcome to the Napleton Auto Group Manager Show with Mike Schilt. Napleton Auto Group, second to none since 1931. NapletonSTL.com. Well, with Mike Schilt on the line, I went through the highlights, but I want to let you listen to the radio call because it is a lot of fun. Here we go. Ninth inning, Craig Kimbrell on the mound. First pitch. Pitches. Molina hits it high and deep. Left center field. Back to the track. The wall. Goner. Tie game in the ninth. One pitch from Kimbrell, and Molina ties the game. Unbelievable. 8-8 eight, eight at Wrigley Field. Next batter, Paul DeYoung. A swing and a long one. Home run, Paul DeYoung. Left center field. Back-to-back Jack. The Cardinals have taken the lead in the ninth. Craig Kimbrell is serving up batting practice. Three outs to get. Carlos Martinez gets two. From the belt. A look to first. Martinez kicks and fires. Swing and a miss. A Redbird winner. As the Cardinals have outlasted the Cubs. 9-8 on this Saturday, September 21st, 2019. Three wins in a row. All by one run in this series for the Cardinals. And the Cardinals get to shake hands out on the field and celebrate a slugfest that saw the Cardinals go one better than the Cubs for the third straight day. It was a slugfest. It was like a boxing match, and what a game it was. And I'm glad that John Rooney dated the highlights September 21st, 2019, because Mike Schilt will never forget that game. That's for sure. Yeah, it was a memorable game um, for a lot of reasons. Fun, fun game. What an unbelievable game. I, I don't know. I've seen a lot of baseball, and so have you. I've never seen anything quite like that. That was... <laughs> that was, uh, I, I think. No, that, I'm going to call you right back. Okay, no problem. Get, All get, right, sorry about that. No, no, absolutely right. Mike Schild is with us. Then again, he's very busy right now. He's got a lot of stuff going on. There's a staff meeting happening that he just walked out of to join us. Uh, but the Cardinals manager will be right with us. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll get him back on the line. This is the Mike Schilt Show, sponsored by Napleton Automotive Group on KMOX. 
Welcome back to the Napleton Auto Group Manager Show with Mike Schilt. Napleton Auto Group, second to none since 1931. NapletonSTL.com. Tom Ackerman back with you. It's 1030. Mike Schilt back on the line, the Cardinals manager at Wrigley Field. How are you? Hey, look, that's good radio. I mean... It, it is, honestly. It really is. I that, but it was necessary. <laughs> I appreciate the uh, indulgence. No, you bet. Things, things come up. Yeah, absolutely things come up. See, we're talking to you in real time. That's the, the cool thing about this show, honestly, is the fact that we are talking to you in a very important time. You're giving us your time as you're preparing for a huge game. All these games are big, and we definitely appreciate it. I was there yesterday. We talked uh, in the office briefly there yesterday. Mike, I mean, I... Again, Wrigley Field, a lot of crazy things happen in that ballpark, but I've been there, as you have, for a long time. I've never seen anything quite like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those games you kind of get that sense of it, at least I had it early on, that, um, especially with the, <clears throat> the way the ball was carrying and just the feel of the game that it was going to be a, a little bit of a wild one. When did you get that feeling? I got it when they tied the game Five five. Did you have it earlier? Oh no, I got it about the second. <laughs> yeah, it was that. It was that kind of a game. I I think that the Cubs and the Cardinals rivalry has a great history, but I want to concentrate on the St. Louis Cardinals here specifically, and something that you said yesterday, which I completely agree with. The resilience of this team should not really be a surprise to anyone. This is something that you have done all year. And the the if, if you were to look back at the 2019 Cardinals, and this story is long from being over, but you would say that is a team that did not let things get to them. They kept coming back. Yeah, it's a great trait. It uh, speaks well, speaks volumes really to the, to the character and the dedication um, to, to the guys in the clubhouse. It's a very... I mentioned it, um, but that's how, you know, that's what resilience is. When you invest in something, um, you know, you're going to continue to go at it um, regardless of circumstance. Mike, I thought a sneaky good play early in this game was Marcelo Zuna tracking down that line drive by Jason Hayward. It, 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 the run scored on a sack fly, but it really could have busted things open, and then you were able to get out of there with three runs after a tough start. Yeah, no, that was. It's a good point, Tom. It was a really nice, subtle play that, you know, got done and, and um, you know, sacked five, but that ball gets away from him. We're talking about a bigger inning. No doubt. You come in with Ron Hell Ravello to replace Dakota Hudson. Uh, that was in the top of the fourth. The Ravello hit was a big one as well, and that knocked Quintana out of the game. Fowler gets that two run single, and you're up 5 3. Boy, Ravello. I mean, what a nice addition he's been for you. Yeah, you know, that was a huge at bat. Um, justified the move, um, you know, got without out of three runs, three big runs. And, um, you know, at the expense of, you know, removing Dakota, um, but, you know, where he was and where we were, just decision need to be made. Um, but Ravi's taken really good at bats for us. He has, and you had that 5-3 lead, and then, as I mentioned, the Cubs tie the game on the half home run. Horner gives you a 6-5 deficit to climb out of, but this is going to be a long game, and Marcelo Zuna does this. Two-strike pitch to the Cardinal left fielder, Marcelo Zuna. Here it comes, and that ball's hit in the air to center field, and backing up is Hayward, and it's gone! 
Marcelo Zuna, a big fly to left center. That had to feel good for Marcelo. Now, I talked to him a little bit on the side in the clubhouse yesterday after the game, and he flashed that smile when I told him about the home run, and he said, it's great. He just wants to win. You know, anything individual for him mm-hmm. is secondary. And I, I believe that's the truth. Marcelo Zuna, that was a big, big hit, though. No doubt about it. Yeah, big swing, and, um, you know, his words are sincere, and <clears throat> they echo, you know, pretty much to a man, our team. You know, it's, it's more about the greater good than it is the individual. The Cardinals get themselves a 7-6 lead. And then the balk. I, I, I know you talked about it yesterday. What more can you say about what happened on that play? Giovanni Gallegos is called for a balk after what looked like and was a strikeout. Yeah, no, that's uh, obviously a big play. And um, what are you going to do? I mean, not really ought to say about it. Was it a little picky? Potentially. Um, was it by the letter of the law accurate? Probably. Mm-hmm. The the law there is that you've got to pause, and they said that yeah. he did. I don't know. I watched that replay over and over. But anyway, so now it's a 7-6 game, and then Kemp gets another chance. He hits the home run. It's 8-7. At this point, you are thinking – how are we going to obviously come back in this game? We played the home runs in the ninth inning. Molina and DeYoung hit back-to-back home runs. The 97-mile-an-hour fastball that was tomahawked by Yachty, he says was aided by the wind. That was just a heck of a swing by Yachty, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, Yachty was being, you know, being humble. Um, no, great swing, big moment. Um, you know, the wind didn't hurt for sure, but... Um, you know, it was on both sides of the ball. And, uh, no, he put a good swing, ready to hit, ready to make a big play, and that's what he does. And Paul DeYoung said he was looking for that fastball. He saw what Yachty received, and then he delivered one as well, Mike. Yep, ready to hit, ready to be on go, and uh, put a good swing on it for and, sure. And then I wanted to ask you about the move to go to Carlos Martinez. What a week it has been for him. I mean, a week ago, Mike, you were very concerned for his health. You were sitting by his side as he was having trouble breathing. Now, here we are a week later on his birthday, and you went to him for the fourth straight game. What a performance. Yeah, what a performance. You know, really warrior performance. And, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting week for Carlos. But, um, you know, thankfully, again, he's healthy and, and back in, in good stead. And medically, people have been able to give him what he needs. And, um, you know, then he just answered the bell big time yesterday and got after it. From a pitching standpoint, what does he give you? Why does he give you so much confidence to go to him in that role every time? Oh, well, I mean, first of all, he's going to compete. You know, he's going to give you everything he's got. I mean, all our guys do, but, you know, he's going to get after it. And then he's got the pitches. You know, he's got, he's got three quality pitches. I mean, yesterday was <clears throat> last pitch of the game was 99, and um, he's got the filthy slider, and he's got a really, really good changeup. So he's got the weapons. And you came out with a victory, and the clubhouse, I'm sure, was excited. I mean, what is that moment like before we walk into the room? and ask a few questions, but what's that like to be with your guys for a few moments, just you, after a big win like that? Uh, yeah, it's special. I mean, we see, we keep the clubhouse within the clubhouse, mm-hmm. but, it, it, you know, clearly guys were happy and we were excited about, you know, the the, uh, the the total effort and ability to bring it home. And it was such a team effort, so everybody got to enjoy it. It was very, very special to see everybody in the big smiles. The Cardinals get the win, and that said – you know, as much as you've been able to push aside losses, I think this team has also stayed focused after big wins. Wouldn't that be true? Yeah, I think that's the, that's the important part is, you know, the 
the hunger after a win to keep keep moving forward and to to get the next one. And so, what are you hearing about today, weather wise? We're we're seeing some rain that could come in a little bit later this afternoon. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, Tom, I honestly don't spend a lot of my time on the weather. I hear about it. I've got to be aware of it, but. Um, you know, I don't. I don't spend a lot of time on things I can't control. That's in God's hands. That's right. Uh, Miles Michaelis is your pitcher today. What do you think about the big fella going in to today's game at Wrigley? Yeah, we're excited to see Miles go pitch. You know, he's um, he's going to be in attack mode, throwing a lot of strikes and just um, just you know a lot of a lot of early strikes, heading counts, controlling counts, keeping the ball down, and um, Miles will be great. You'll have Yachty behind the plate with him again as the Cardinals take on the Cubs at one twenty today. Mike, what about just looking at Colton Wong's prognosis? What are what do we know right now about your second baseman? Um, more, not really much. Anything differently? I mean, you know, he's he's um, progressing. I mean, hamstrings are you know they're touchy. You know, he's not anything you you want to rush. So he's going to require some rest, some treatment, and and um, but he's not back to baseball activity, and we'll know better when he gets closer to that. In the meantime, Tom. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, we'll just not get closer when when he gets braided for baseball activity. We'll have a better idea about timetable. And in the meantime, Tommy Edmond is your primary guy there, right? That's correct. And how is he? I mean, here he goes again with triples, right and left. He's made some terrific plays. Tommy Edmond, the last few days replacing Colton Wong. How has he looked to you? Uh, I think you've answered your own question there. He's looked looked good. <laughs> you know, he um, nice subtle nuance play with the. Contact play in the first on the ground ball to Bryant um, that he runs inside on and and uh, in the grass and doesn't give Bryant a chance to make a throw makes him go to first base so you know just good baseball play pitching and defending and running the bases these have been hallmarks of your team moving forward the offense able to come through today or yesterday with nine runs as the Cardinals win the game nine to eight just a few more questions for Mike Schilt when we come back it's great to have him on from Wrigley Field in Chicago I'm Tom Ackerman in St. Louis we'll take a quick timeout be back with more of the Mike Schilt show as the Cardinals play at 120 today we're sponsored by Napleton Automotive Group on KMOX Welcome back to the Napleton Auto Group Manager Show with Mike Schilt. Napleton Auto Group, second to none since 1931. NapletonSTL.com. Welcome back to KMOX and the Mike Schilt Show, sponsored by Napleton Automotive Group. The Cardinals manager with us for just a few more minutes before we let him go, and we really appreciate it, Mike. I love talking about these little things that happen in the game that actually are huge, but we should pay very close attention to them. After the half home run, Anthony Rizzo singled, so you took Leon out of the game and brought in Junior Fernandez. He threw a wild pitch. But then he got Nick Castellanos to fly out to left, and he faced Chris Bryant. And a 2-2 pitch, an important one from Fernandez. It swung on and missed. He strikes out Chris Bryant. A nice bit of work for her Fernandez, who gets Castellanos and Bryant to end the fourth. My gosh, that's huge. That really stopped the bleeding, didn't it, Mike, in the fourth? Yeah, it did. You know, Junior came in, did a really nice job, so that settled down and um, made a lot of Really good pitches to a couple good hitters. No doubt about it. And then Henesis Cabrera came in in the fifth inning. Schwarber singled. Zobris struck out. Cabrera got him. Caratini struck out. And it's sounded like this. One and two. Runner at first. One out. The pitch. Swing and a miss on a pitch down and in. After the infield hit where Cabrera didn't get to first base ahead of Schwarber. 
Zobrist and Caratini have struck out. That they have, and then he got Jason Hayward to ground out, and the threat was over. Tell us about Genesis Cabrera and your confidence in him. Um, yeah, Genesis got a high alarm. You know, he's um, embracing the competition. He's in attack mode. He's throwing strikes. He's got, you know, upper 90s fastball, and he's got a, a breaking ball that when he's on the plate is very uh, effective. So he's got weapons, and he's competing. So he can't ask for much more. And just the last thing about this bullpen. I just want to run down the names for people before we go. Hudson goes three, and then here's how it went. Leon, Fernandez, Cabrera, Helsley, Gallegos, Webb, Gant and Martinez. That's that is something else. I mean, that is a, quite the lineup. What can you say about your bullpen and the effort moving forward? Yeah, I just really appreciate the um, the competitiveness. You know, the the you know we just ask the guys to come in and you know just just compete. You know, be in attack mode. You know, get ahead, control counts, and um, you know let our defense play for you. So it's a group that you know, like all our group, it's a group that. Um, is very sincere and dedicated and, and hungry to uh, to perform and compete and us to win. A four-hour and 24-minute epic, the longest nine-inning game in Wrigley Field history. The Cardinals won at 9-8, another game today. Speaking of dedicated, that's Mike Schilt. We always appreciate these visits very much. Thank you for them, and we'll see you soon. Good luck today. Thanks, Tom. Have a blessed day. Appreciate it. You too. It. Absolutely. There's Cardinals manager Mike Schilt. Great to have him with us. Great. And the Cardinals get a monster win. Huge, huge win. We will come back with Travis Ford and then a lot of baseball in the 11 o'clock hour. But I want to hear from the Billikens coach. College basketball right around the corner. Back in a moment on KMOX. Welcome back to the Munkadass St. Louis Honda Sports on a Sunday morning. Munkadass pre-owned on South Limburg on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. I think my heart rate's still up from that game yesterday. Collecting our breath, that's for sure, with Travis Ford, the head coach of the St. Louis Billikens. Wow, what a baseball game that was yesterday, Coach. 9-8, Cardinals beat the Cubs, and we're going to talk some hoops with you, but what a time to be a sports fan in St. Louis. By the way, we won the Stanley Cup, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, an exciting time for sure. The whole series uh, in Chicago has been great and exciting to watch. Absolutely crazy. You are St. Louis's basketball team, and you are part of the 2019 success because, in my book, you kicked it off by winning the Atlantic 10 tournament and going to the NCAA tournament. And when 2019 is all said and done, you will be a big part of that history. That was a tremendous move forward for your program, wasn't it? Well, it was. Uh, it, was it was an exciting time. It's uh, It's been an exciting time uh to be a sports fan, obviously, in the city of St. Louis. Uh, and we're, we're glad to be a part of it. Uh, you know, one thing we've tried to do from day one uh, is, is try to be St. Louis's basketball team, as you mentioned. It's really important to me. It's important to our players, administration, that not only, you know, we represent our university, but also represent the city and the people of St. Louis. And, uh, you know, we can't think uh, the support we've gotten uh, has just been tremendous. Uh, it helps build this basketball program, the Billiken basketball program. It's really helped us as far as the support we've gotten to shape its arena uh, and everywhere we go. But the run we made in March uh, to be able to win four games in a row uh, in Brooklyn at the Atlanta 10 tournament, go to the NCAA tournament, hopefully can, will continue to help build our program. It takes a special group to do that, doesn't it? It takes a dedicated group of people that are doing things off the floor. 
I mean, to win like that, you have to believe in your training and your preparation, I would imagine. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I've said it a lot. You know, going to play in any tournament at the end of the year, it's a culmination of a lot of things and uh, that have gone on before you've gotten there to, to try to prepare for that. And that goes with the conditioning. Our strength and conditioning coach, Rob Hornet, is one of the best in the country. Uh, our administration has been very supportive. Uh, assistant coaches, you got our managers on our basketball team that help us every single day. You go down the line, it takes everybody. But one of the biggest things for us is we learned throughout the year through the good and the bad through November, December, January, February, everything we did, we tried to learn from it, whether we won a game or whether we lost four in a row at one point. Uh, we tried to take as much as we could from it, and I think it all paid off in March. Uh, and I think leadership within the team with Javon Bess, uh, you know, his leadership was crucial to that. And I think that's hopefully we're going to carry over with Jordan Goodwin and Hassan French and Fred Thatch. But it does. It takes everybody. Uh, you know, it's uh, – and especially when you're trying to build something. You know, when you're trying to build something, everybody has a role in that. Every play has a different role, but everybody has an important role, uh, and that can't be under, underestimated. I really like watching your team play. I, I especially enjoy – players who get after it defensively, but there is an entertaining aspect to your team. You do have some very talented players, and you mentioned some of them right there, and you're going to have them on display Friday night, 7.30 at Chaffetz Arena in what's called Billiken Madness. It's this Friday night, and Travis, it's free. It's a free fan event. Fans can come in and go see the Billikens. It is. It's an exciting night, something we started last year, Billiken Madness. It's a tip-off of our season. It's the first opportunity uh, our fans, the community can come watch uh, our basketball team. They'll see a lot of new faces. We have seven new players on our basketball team. Uh, but this is the first opportunity, and you mentioned an exciting team. This is the most, I think, the most exciting team we've had since we've been here at St. Louis. I'm not mean, I don't mean by the best team. That, that's to be determined at this point. I'm talking about athleticism, guys that can dunk every which way, fast, quick. Uh, this team will be exciting to watch. Uh, you know, the last couple of weeks we've been working on pressing a lot more. Uh, you know, we're going to play a little bit faster, quite a bit faster than we have been playing just because of our numbers and the makeup of our team. But 7.30, Friday night, September 27th, Billiken Madness at Chaffetz Arena. It, it's going to be fun and exciting. There'll be a lot of giveaways uh, for all the fans, students, and everybody. Last year was just a great night. I mean, it probably exceeded our expectations for something we did for the first time. Uh, and everybody that came, we heard just what a great time they had. Uh, so we encourage everybody to come out. The, the women's team will be on display as well. That's awesome. I love that building. I think it's great. And you want to create a home court advantage and a home court atmosphere. You certainly had it last year, and I know it's going to be even bigger and better this year with your exciting team. We can't wait to see them. The St. Louis Billikens will be on display this Friday night at 730 at Chaffetz Arena in Billiken Madness, a free event. And Coach Travis Ford, I'm going to see you tomorrow because we're doing that college, ba college basketball tip-off lunch. This is just a little appetizer uh, before we get on stage at the Missouri Athletic Club. Can't can't wait for that and a big big night for you on friday night we can't wait we will strongly encourage our listeners to make it over to chaffetz tom appreciate it yeah i look forward to seeing you tomorrow and we hope to have a big crowd friday night to kick off this new season see you soon thank you this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.